Hello, my brothers and sisters, and thank you for tuning in once again to Get a Grip with Georgette. For those of you listening for the first time, let me give you a synopsis of this podcast. Get a Grip is about finding inspiration and hope for a better tomorrow, following the loss of a loved one. GRIP is also an acronym for Grace, Restoration, Inspiration, and Prayer. We need to know and trust that God's grace is sufficient and he will see us through. We need to know that God will restore our peace, our joy, and whatever we have lost during the grieving of a loved one. We need to stay in his word for inspiration as we read about him being close to the brokenhearted, that he's a present help in the time of trouble, that he will never leave us or forsake us, that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. But lastly, but not least, prayer must be a top priority for prayer is having a conversation with God, letting him know our innermost thoughts and feelings because he cares for us. He is concerned about what we are concerned about and prayer strengthens us when we are weak and builds us up when we are torn. Prayer is as simple as calling on the name of Jesus to help us make it through the day. Now that we have got all of that out of the way, I am honored to have my special guests today, Drew and Lisa Schumann, who are also my family, and they have a story of trust and faith during loss. Drew and Lisa, I wanna thank you for your willingness to share your hearts with our listeners today, and I'm going to let you introduce yourselves. And we thank you for having us, Georgette. Um, as uh, Georgette said, my name is Andrew Schumann, and I was born and raised here in the city of Savannah. I also worked for the city of Savannah, um, actually, for the last 13 years. Um, and this is my wife, Lisa. Hey, thank you for having us. Um, Lisa Schumann, I'm a local loan officer um, at a local bank here, and I've done that for 20 plus years, and really enjoy what I do. Awesome, awesome. Well, we know that um, this podcast is all about, you know, talking about the loss of a loved one. And and I also know that that's not always an easy subject to talk about. And so that's why I'm I'm honored, you know, that you guys, even though you're, you know, still going through your grieving process, um, that you still had the courage to do this, to try to be a, a source of inspiration and give someone some hope that may be listening today and don't know what to do. And I, my first question is, why do you think it is important that we get a grip on our emotions during times of loss? Okay. Well, probably you can. <laughs> okay. And, well, um, my answer to that is, um, as you mentioned many times in our uh, group, uh, such as that we've had together, you know, there are five steps to grief. You know, there's denial, there's anger, there's bargaining, there's depression, and acceptance. 
know, but everyone grieves differently. And it's all, not always in that order. And everyone goes through each one of those uh, stages. Um, I think it's important to get a grip on your emotions because it can be extremely troublesome to get stuck on any certain step, uh, particularly anger and depression. Right. Um, myself, I, I struggled with anger for, for a while. So, <laughs> and, 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 um, and that's, that's one thing that I had to work with a lot and still do. Right. And that's understandable. I think it was important with <clears throat> all the group sessions that we had about, you know, learning about grace and restoration, inspiration and prayer makes it, you know, vital to have that, um, to keep making it through the, the days, the months, the years, um, mm -hmm. when you think, or a lot of people around you think, okay, well, they should, should be fine now that it's, mm -hmm. you know, two years down the road and it's, it's still hard. Right. Really hard. Right. And when I, when I say anger, I don't, I don't mean to say, um, like, violent anger, I meant, like, anger of, um, why, you know, why, why this happened, you know, with anger, anger. and like you mentioned right. before, you know, being angry with God, and, you know, not, not wanting to be angry with God, right. but that, that emotion comes upon you, and, and, and you have to struggle with that. Mm -hmm. being, angry with his, being angry with yourself, being angry with right. around you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just um, um, you know, trying to work through those things mm -hmm. is a, a battle. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. It really is. Well, tell our listeners, well, I, I think you kind of covered that, but just to tell us, you know, how you know this is to be true and maybe... Um, just as with Tim, and because we are a family, I know that you've endured, you know, many losses. You know, our, our whole family has, you know, from, you know, your mother, several siblings. Um, but today, because we're talking from a parent's standpoint in this episode, today we are discussing the loss of your beautiful daughter, Kayla. And um, I know this is not going to be easy, but... Um, so in other words, it's not something you two have heard on how to deal with your emotions, but it's something you have had to learn to do and probably are still trying <clears throat> to learn to do. Because I know I, I still, you know, have those moments when, you know, my emotions are just all out of whack, you know, because anything could push you to that limit, <laughs> you know, any memory, you know, a favorite yeah. song they used to like, or just, just anything, you know, a flower, their favorite flower, anything could just bring those emotions right back to the forefront. That's so true, yeah. Yeah. So if, if you can, just tell us your story. Okay. And like you said, it, it's, it still is a struggle. Mm -hmm. um, I remember when our brother Tony passed away, mm -hmm. um, one thing that stuck out to me, my mom said, and we've heard it many times before, you know, no parent should ever have to bury their child. Right. Um, and although that made me sad for her, that statement, it, it does not truly resonate until you experience such a loss. Mm -hmm. so, That's right. You know, <laughs> you, know That's you, right. You, you can always tell people, you know, I understand, but you don't, you don't understand. You know? No, no <laughs> you, you don't. You actually go through it. You know? so, uh, and it's hard during those times when people try to find the right words to say to people when they have a loss. And, mm hmm 
you can say things like I feel your pain or and you know, but no you don't. <laughs> no, right. There's no yeah. way you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um and it's no doubt that, you know, losing a child is a difficult situation for anybody. Um, um it's something I don't like to talk about a lot. I don't uh say a lot. Um our situation was a little different. Um because our child made a decision not to not to be here anymore. Um, and that was hard to deal with. Yeah. You know, and you know, God blesses us with our children. Mm-hmm. He expects us to nurture them, raise them, teach them, guide them, and give them all the tools they need, you know, to go out and be successful in life mm-hmm. and you know, to enjoy and appreciate life. Right. And um, that's that's our job. That, yes. that is our job. Mm-hmm. Um your child made decisions that they don't want this life, you can help but feel like a failure. Yeah. And um and I carried that for a long time and I you know I still carry it sometimes. Like I said, I don't I don't talk about that a lot with a lot of people. Right. That a lot. Um <laughs> but um but it's reality. Mm-hmm. That that yeah. is our reality, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, but but loss is loss, you know. Yes. And um um but a few months after we lost Kayla, I was sitting in our family room and I was, uh, you know, feeling down, feeling low. And mm-hmm. and our youngest daughter came to me and she said, are, "Are you sad, Dad?" I said, "Yes, I am." She said, "Is it because of Kayla?" And I said, "Yes, it is." Mm-hmm. Um, and she mm-hmm. said something to me. She said, "Uh, well, you still have me." Oh. And she yeah. didn't at the time. She did not realize the impact of that statement that she made right there. Mm-hmm. She was so right. She was so right. right you know, and the yeah. she was saying to me, you know, you still got work to do. Yeah. To get get your butt up and get to work, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you I'm still sit, here. Yeah, you, you can't sit here and fall apart. You got you got to yeah, get up. Right. <laughs> you got to take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then that meant so much, you know, like they always say, out of the mouths of babes. But That's you know, right. I heard that that profound statement from her. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it <me> so much. <laughs> yeah. And how old was Gabby when she said that? She was uh just what twelve? 12. Just turned twelve. twelve. Just yep. turned twelve. Yeah. Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you know, my um, thing is I finally saw an understanding a little bit of some of the other moms that I had seen lose their son, their daughter. Um, you think that you, you know, are helpful or that you understand, but I came to the back, I mean, a big reality that I didn't mm-hmm. and how very different that loss is because the child that you had birthed and, and mm-hmm. nurtured and from day one, and that's your flesh and blood that, you know, you have so many right. years with and 23 years, that's your child. Mm-hmm. And you know that that's God's child too. So you know right. that God has His hand on that child, that yeah. you know, child from day one and all the way to eternity. So it's you know, that we know in this life we are going to be rejoined with the ones that we've lost because right. we all need God, and that makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, that was one thing that. Um, like even with you, Georgia, you reached out, you know, right away and 
I had other people, Tiny and Terry and Susan and other moms, Amy, that, you know, had all came around and Mm -hmm. um, helped. But then I also finally really understood some of the struggles that they had been going through that I didn't fully grasp. Right. And, you know, that makes it helpful. Yeah. It does help when when you meet other people that have experienced the same thing and you know they understand. You know, yeah. it's like Drew said, when somebody said, I understand, I know your pain, I feel your pain, and, and, and they can't. Unless you have experienced the loss of a child, you, you, you can't understand. That's right. You know, you can sympathize with us, but, but you, don't, you don't know that pain. And and we don't want them to know that pain. Yeah, no. I don't wish that on anybody. You're right. No, no. <laughs> don't. No. <laughs> we wish we didn't have to know that pain. Right. Mm-hmm. right. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that um, like we said, you know, grief is not a one size fits all. And I always tell people that, you know, nobody can tell you how to grieve, you know, because we all are made different. We just as unique as our fingerprints are. You know, so um, we won't grieve the same. And so I can I can put your grief process on um, on me, and I can't wear yours. You know, it's a it's like when um, you know when David, you know, was going to fight Goliath, and he he put on Saul's armor, and it didn't fit. You know, because he couldn't (laughs) fight with Saul's armor. It didn't fit him. So that's the same thing with, I feel that, you know, that's how it is with grief. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't wear each other's grief. So we have to allow each other to grieve the way we grieve. You know, just just, just let us grieve the way we want to grieve. And just be understanding of that. Same household, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Drew, um, tell our listeners how you process grief in comparison to Lisa and how that difference drew you closer to each other or at some instances if it pulled you in different directions. Okay. Um, of course, you know, Lisa and I are different you know, mm-hmm. in so many ways. Right. <laughs> for, you know, for a couple of reasons. But I, I, I do believe that we handle grief very similarly mm-hmm. um, in that um, – Neither of us like to show public emotion much, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it, but the difference is, to me, is once behind closed doors, I I I I have a tendency to fall apart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. I have a tendency to fall apart, and still has that uh, uh amazing uh strength to hold it together, or mm-hmm. what it seems to make amazing to me. And and she's been my support system. Yeah. And um and I and I. And I see that in you as well. And I think that's a kind of a maternal strength. Um that, that, that you know, women just have. You know. Yeah. Um I've I've never seen you lose control in all mm-hmm. in all that you've been through. You yeah. know, and, and that to me that's amazing. Um and you know and, God's grace. And, you know, exactly. his grace is sufficient. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and, um and you made a comment one time about one of our group meetings. You said, quoting um, uh, from First Corinthians ten thirteen, um, that God would never put more on you than you can bear. Mm-hmm. You said God must really think a lot of me. Right. 
know. And, yeah, I'm and, like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel that way sometimes, you know, I'm like, wow, you know, God, God, mm-hmm. you know it takes a lot of me. And, and that's okay, you know, I'm, I'm mad that it takes a lot of me. You know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, you know, he knows the strength that we have in us. And we don't know the strength within ourselves until we have to use that strength. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but um, uh, Lisa and I have been through a lot in our twenty-seven years together, and um, yeah. and and and, I, and I, a lot of men don't admit it, and I, but I can admit it. Lisa has been a a, a great source of, source of strength to me, mm-hmm. um, next to our Lord Savior, you know, um, and she is my rock. And, yeah. I, and I thank you for being that rock. Lisa. That's awesome. <laughs> 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 Look at her blushing. <laughs> but that's beautiful. <laughs> and I say that's beautiful because sometimes um, with couples, when they lose a loved one, sometimes it draws them apart. Mm-hmm. And, and I admire you too, you know, for being able to, to keep your marriage and keep your love strong you know, even in the midst, you know, of losing your child, right. you know, so that's a beautiful thing that, that, you know, you say she's your rock. That's awesome. Like you say, <laughs> most men won't admit that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did you have anything to add, Lisa, or are you good? Well, I guess on my part about dealing with grief and everything <clears throat> is, I mean, I actually, I, I do try to be the strong person because I do feel like the mother has to you know be strong for you know children and and for him you know I feel like I have to you know be strong and and you know it's hard and you know it's not always easy when we do grieve differently Mm -hmm. when you know there's a lot of understanding and everything that comes into the heart and honestly I mean I think of him as my rock and someone that I lean my head on and mm-hmm. cry and and feel like I can let loose um you know with emotions when I try to keep it contained or, or keep it where I have to be strong for Gabby or I have to be strong for my son you know, Brandon right. or you know just making it through the day so yeah. I depend on him to say it's gonna be all right mm-hmm. you're gonna make it you're, you're, we're gonna right. pull through so <laughs> I depend on that and mm-hmm. I know with with Grieving for Kayla, I mean, a lot of times you just feel so empty. Yes. You feel like there's this right. huge hole mm-hmm. that it's just your personality changes and you don't even know how to, I guess, articulate that in the words to a lot of people because right. it's like you want to be, you know, the positive, upbeat all the time. And then sometimes you just can't. You can't. You don't have it in you. You have that emptiness of. That's right. You know, that hole that's mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, I think both of you um, practically answered my next question, which is, you know, did you find it difficult to express what you're feeling at any given moment with the other? But it looks like, you know, you, you, you two are just, you're each other's rock, <laughs> you know? And, and, and I can imagine that, that sometimes you probably don't want to share what you're feeling with the other because you don't want to bring them down. 
So exactly. Yeah, so yeah. You don't want to make them like if you see them looking like they're feeling pretty good, but you feeling real low, you're hurting. <laughs> And then you don't say, oh, I don't want to tell him because then I don't <laughs> want him to stop feeling sad. You know? Yeah. 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 So y'all have those moments? Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. We both have bad days. And we both, <laughs> yes. like you said, we, the time we spent together, we, we know when the other's having a bad day. You know? And I just let him have his time. Right. Yeah. Right. Stay away. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's, it's gotten better along you know, with, with time. And in the yeah. beginning, like I said, I, I I got stuck in that anger mode for a while. Right. Um, we first lost, like you said, I did that, uh, you know, blaming God for letting the enemy take our child. And, you know, that I, you know, I blame myself and mm -hmm. uh, for not being a better parent. Mm -hmm. I, I blame uh, you know, her friends for not uh, putting her more, I guess. I don't know. And, and, and all of it was unfounded, but. Yeah. You know, and it just just was the emotion that I was going through. You know, I right. made me sad myself for been better parents. We could have done better. We, you know, we should have done this. We should have done that. Mm -hmm. You know, and it, and I'm sure lots of people go through that. Oh yeah, thing. I've done that myself. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You question your parenthood. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, maybe I should have called more. Maybe I should have mm -hmm. done this yeah, more. Done maybe more. I should have done. Yeah, should've listen, should have listened more. You know, right. Mm -hmm. much, that big, big wish that just yeah. always going through your brain. That's I think, right. about the, think about the old saying, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. Mm -hmm. You know, and that was so true. You know, during our time, we were growing up. Oh yeah. And, you know, you didn't. We didn't just get raised by our parents. We got raised by our grandparents and our aunts and right. uncles, our, our older cousins and older siblings. You know, and, mm -hmm. but you always had lots of support around you. Right. I mean, young, young people, they don't have that nowadays. You know. No, they don't. Young no. And uh, and 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 you wish, you know, you can go back in time and say, I wish I could have, you know, somebody could have been there for her or something, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, you know, mm -hmm. you can say those things, but you can't change what's what's what happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I remember on one occasion um, when Drew, you wanted to have family and friends over. And um and Lisa, you just wanted some. I remember that. You just wanted some quiet time at home. <laughs> How do you handle those types of moments when you both want and need different things? Well, I mean, it wasn't handled well. I mean, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. um, because I mean, at the time, I mean, it was just a lot. Um, it was you know a week of you know. Um, feeling really tired, not sleeping, and then right. always um, having so much going on that, yeah, I, I kind of crashed and burned and mm -hmm. definitely had complete meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't handle it well, but when you do step back in time, you know, think on things later on and you're like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. um, I just think about how at the time we did realize that we grieve differently and mm -hmm. that what works for one person does not work for the other person. That's and right. I think, you know, stepping back um, over time to realize that there could be a compromise, you know, a compromise mm -hmm. to have the family and friends over. And then, you know, if I had to slip away at a certain time just because I'm emotionally exhausted, then right. there was time for that. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a, 
and that's the thing is, it's not like we've ever been in that situation of losing a child and you go through so many array of emotions that you mm -hmm. just, um, it's just a lot. Right. And my point was, um, this is, you know, this is my culture. This is, this is tradition. Mm -hmm. This is what we do. You right. Know, somebody loses someone, everybody comes together and you bring comfort food and right. conversation <laughs> and memories and you sit around and, you know, and, and enjoy each other's company and you mm -hmm. do that before, during, and after the funeral. Right. You know? <laughs> and I was so accustomed to that. And, mm -hmm. that's, and, and, and that's what I wanted. That's what I needed. And yeah. I, I didn't appreciate having it taken away from me. <laughs> but, then, but, then, but then I sit back. And, and you realize what I just said? I said, I, so many times, I, I, I. Right. And I said it back, and I, so I had to sit back and think about it. I was like, no, wait a minute. Okay, she mm -hmm. had this child. She went to labor and had this child. She, mm -hmm. you know, dropped this kid off at uh, daycare and, and uh, kindergarten kicking and screaming. Literally, she kicking. Yeah. about, you know, becoming a woman. She, she had her get dressed for the prom all of a sudden. Right. I had to think about that, you know, she 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 lost something big here. You know, this is big, you know. Mm -hmm. And I hear I'm trying to make it all about me and my situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to I had to, you know, like she said, compromise. I had to think about that. Right. This is not all about you and your tradition. I have to uh, think about what she's going through. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so a, grief is a it's it's a learning process yes you know as with anything mm -hmm. yeah yep. mm -hmm. you learn that along the way like you say with anything i mean i mean um in a relationship you learn compromise on so many different levels mm -hmm. something you know making a major purchase you know you don't just go out and do it You're like well, i need to consult my spouse first that's you know? right <laughs> so, so yeah Right on everything is it's a compromise, and we have to learn to, you know, respect each other's uh, way of grieving. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, how did you guys balance grieving for Kayla as individuals and as parents who have other children who needed your support as well? You know, did you have to go to therapy, seek therapy? How did you handle that? We, we didn't go therapy as a family. Um, I actually went to a counselor for a while. Um, and mm -hmm. it, it was helpful for me because to me, I felt like a complete stranger that, you know, doesn't know me, you know, family or, or I mean, I can just say, you know, what, you know, all the anger and, mm -hmm. and, and, and not, I guess, be able uh, to offend anyone or, uh, or, or be judged. Yeah, judge, or um, I wanted somehow, I guess, a counselor to show and, and maybe talk about, you know, just how to deal, you know, well mm -hmm. with your emotions, because it seems like it goes 90 miles an hour. Yeah. So um, that was helpful for me, and it's not helpful for, you know, like everyone, but for me, mm -hmm. um, it was helpful for me, but I, I did that also as well, because I wanted to let out my emotions in the counseling session and also mm -hmm. be strong for my son and my youngest daughter because I wanted them to feel like they could always come to me mm -hmm. and talk to me and sometimes I would bring up the conversation many times of you know what were they feeling you know how are you you know what do you think about this or that just to mm -hmm. um, initiate the conversation so they knew um 
that they could say whatever, whether they felt right. like it was the right way or anything, that they could express their emotions, cry, be angry, you know, mm-hmm. just whatever was on their mind at the time. Mm-hmm. Wrong. So that I was still a mom. For them. Right. We, we did discuss um, uh, family therapy, but we didn't want to uh, uh, put it out there as, and as, as an obligation or, uh, mm-hmm. or, or demand, you know, you got to do this, you know. But we want to give our other children a choice on that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, at the time, Brandon was still in the military. He said he was into the military. Right. Um, Debbie, she just didn't want to do it, and I, I didn't feel... Uh, right to force it on her. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I have a different um, view on, on on counseling, and then Lisa does. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kayla did go to counseling um, uh, earlier on, and it, mm-hmm. that I didn't see would help her any. Um, she was having okay. a lot of depression and everything, and and um, so I kind of lost faith in depression. I mean, and, uh, I'm sorry, in um, counseling. Counseling, because, yeah. Because she kept going through so much depression. During that, right? Okay. But we did offer it to our kids as a as a um uh, as an alternative to um just us discussing it amongst ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Some and, um, some extra help. Right, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, a lot of prayer. You know, we did a lot of praying. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and, and we had a lot of people praying around us. So that, right. So you know, that definitely helped a lot. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That that leads right into my next question of how has your faith played a part in your grieving process? Like you said, prayer, 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 prayer. prayer. But I have to admit that it changes your prayer life tremendously, of course, because I felt like there was definitely more conversations that were more anguish and Mm-hmm. Yeah, hurt and pain, and um, I, but I, but I also in all that prayer life realized that did more of worship of you know recognizing who God is, and um, it makes you more aware of worship and praise and being thankful. I mean, you're thankful, you know, for the ones that are around you and and that are there for support. Um, I mean, the prayer, to be honest, is. How you wake up in the morning that's the first thing you know that you do mm-hmm. is prayer and then when mm-hmm. you're going to bed <laughs> is something yeah. that's important um, yes. everything, you know? yeah yes. we travel anywhere oh yeah everything about prayer pray about it, pray about it. <laughs> and, and we've seen where god has shown up all the time with mm-hmm. the extra strength that definitely is needed when in the mornings i just mm-hmm. don't want to you know, get up out of bed. You know, you just don't want to move. You don't have that right minimum. But God sure does show up in so many ways of strength, comfort, mm-hmm. um, just peace. Yeah, um, don't feel like you're going to have any peace. Um, but I, it gives me comfort to know that God does have you know my daughter and other loved ones that have passed. You know, right in His hands and mm-hmm. and there for eternity. That's um, right. So without Without our faith, I, I can see that, I mean, there was just so many times, countless mm-hmm. times of strength and comfort yeah. and, and just feeling his love. Right. 
I think the ones that came before us, you know, you know our, our mothers and you know, they, you know, they, they were women of faith, you know, and I, and I, That's I, right. I thank them and our grandmothers, yes. you know, for what they instilled in us and passing down to us. You know, yes. We didn't have that, you know, like I said, I was stuck in anger for a while. I would still be stuck in anger if I didn't have mm-hmm. that faith that was already instilled in me, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and it just, you know. <laughs> Go back to that all the time. When you find yourself in a bad place, you think about, mm-hmm. you know, this is not where I belong. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know better than this. <laughs> One verse that I actually have, like, on a little card that sits right in my mirror mm-hmm. when I wake up and, and we'll get ready is Isaiah 41.10. So mm. do not for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. Yes. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Yeah. That right there just gets me to where, yeah. like, hey, I mean, just put that fear to the side or the, the mm-hmm. depression or the anger yeah. or isolation and denial. Put it to the side because I am your God. Right. That's right. Yeah. It's a, it's a, uh, ironic that you would say that scripture because actually that's the scripture, um, when Shar was, um, was rushed to the um, emergency room before she passed. That was the scripture that the Lord placed on Caitlin's heart. And she had never heard that scripture before, but the Lord sent her to that scripture. And so she wrote it on a piece of paper and she slipped it in her mom's purse. But then she said she realized later it wasn't just for her mom. It was actually for her. Her, Yeah. Yeah. That same scripture. Mm. Wow. Yeah. God knows how to take care of us, doesn't he? That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's his, that's inspiration that we get from his word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that, that kind of leads me into my next question, which I, where you've actually answered when I was, I was going to, yeah, I was going to ask you, you know, what gets you through those moments? And so you, you basically, you know, answered that question already. That's what gets you through those moments. Like Lisa said, she had that scripture. So when, you know, she's feeling down, you know, feel like she doesn't want to get up out of the bed and she has that scripture that she can, she can look to and read that scripture and then that just know that God's with her and that he's going to lift her up right up out of that bed so she can yeah. go ahead on and start her day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, on that question, I was thinking about, um, uh, Kayla and I shared a love for the same type of movie, same, uh, movies, TV shows. Mm-hmm. She and I yeah. sometimes actually get together on weekends and binge watch certain TV shows. Right. And, uh, and, and it was fun to you know do that with my daughter. Um, and some of those TV shows still come on, and I find it hard to watch them because mm-hmm. I don't have her to, to, to talk about it with and, and right. uh, laugh about certain things. And sometimes I like, oh, I need to tell Kayla. Uh, I can't. You know, and um, you know, but then and it makes me sad. But then I, but then I think about those good times that we mm-hmm. and we laughed and we smiled. And I think about that, and then that makes me feel good all over again that we did right. we, we did have a chance to share that stuff together. You know, mm-hmm. you know so um, if we hadn't had those moments, you know, that right. that that would be a shame. That would that would yes. be that part. You know, <laughs> yeah, really, you want to add nothing to draw from. Yeah, you know, no exactly. positive memories. <laughs> you know, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm thankful to have that. Right, right. And, <laughs> and that's what we need to think about sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. when we're feeling sad. Yeah. You know, like you said, think about those good times. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and draw the strength from that, you know, mm -hmm. those right. good memories. That's right. right. That's why it keeps me going. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. You have memories all the time. I mean, they could be good, bad, ugly, you know, and, and all the stuff that's gone through life. I mean, I'm thinking of childhood and, 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 and I mean, baby, I mean, everything that comes at you. But then when you treasure those golden moments of trips mm -hmm. and things that y'all all done together. Right. They, and you know that we spent time as a family and you know built those good memories. Mm-hmm. Yep. And my next question for you guys were actually talking about the five stages of grief. And I think um, you know, there's denial and isolation, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And I um did you guys experience all five or were there some you experienced and others you didn't? I know Drew, you you we know you got the anger down. <laughs> yeah. And and, <laughs> and and I'm I'm not laughing at you, I'm laughing with you because I did that too. I experienced that too. <laughs> I appreciate you having with me. <laughs> and then that's true. I, I, I think I experienced everyone except for bargaining. Mm -hmm. And like we said, because I spent so much time on anger, I kind of skipped over bargaining. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I, 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 the other one, the other four I did. Um, yeah. I think I'm now in the beginning stages of acceptance. Like yes. I said, I can I can think back now and laugh about the good times and right. You know, and then I, you know, I, I've accept. I'm, I'm starting to accept mm -hmm. um, that. Uh, you know that my my daughter is not here anymore. She's there, but she's in a, in a good place. Right. And, and 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 we enjoyed, you know, those years of her being with us and mm -hmm. we treasured those moments. Treasured That's all right. those years, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm beginning to say Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my part was I mean, I experienced all of them except for I have to admit there wasn't any bargaining part just for the fact that I felt like okay, well I mean and it was gone and Mm -hmm. There's nothing, nothing I can do about it. Nothing mm -hmm. that they would do. And of course, for a long time, it was denial of this can't yeah. be happening, and this none of the stuff is real. Mm -hmm. um, just went through that for a long time in isolation because I felt like there was just um, I couldn't explain to anybody that I, what I was really feeling, except for like I said, the moms that were they they got what I was saying. Like I came mm -hmm. in, and they were like, "Yep." been there i have felt that and would right. share a lot of their moments of what they went through which was kind of an inspiration you know mm -hmm. to help me you know like i'm not by myself mm -hmm. um feeling that way and so depression is still something that you know <clears throat> i still have to deal with um, yeah hard some days i mean some days you're going through great and you feel like okay i'm got my momentum and you know mm -hmm. going pressing forward and you're in, you know encouraging other people or you feel like you're accomplishing things and then there's some days where a song will come on or a memory will hit you and mm -hmm. seasons of fall you know starbucks and you know pumpkin spice lattes and and all the stuff <laughs> that you know that you experience you know with your childhood right all rush on you and you're like oh wow 
not only mm-hmm. being strong, but then, you know, I'm, you don't feel strong anymore. Right. You feel That's like, true. okay, emotional wreck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and sometimes you just want to be in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just, you just, yeah, just, just let me be. Just let me be sad. You know, I'm no, I'm not gonna stay here. But I just need to just, just be, just let me just be sad. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just let me cry yeah. and just let me be sad. You know, because we miss moments. them. <laughs> I, let her, I let her have those moments. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Walk away. <laughs> right there, you go. <laughs> Well, I want to. I want to tell you since both of you um, said you didn't do bargaining, let me tell you how I bargained with God. Okay, this is what I went through, even after after, especially after after Shar passed, and I was like, okay, both of them gone. Now I have no children. You know, mm-hmm. I'm saying, and then I said, but you know what, God, you raise people from the dead all the time. You did it in uh-huh. the Bible day. I did. <laughs> you know, I did. And it may sound crazy yeah. some people, some people, but that's how I tried to bargain with him. Yeah. I said, you raised Lazarus from the dead. He mm-hmm. was dead for like three or four days. You raised him up. I said, there's nothing too hard for you. You're God. You that's can right. do anything. Yeah. I said, why don't you, I said, I tell you what, this is what I told him. Why don't you take me? I said, uh-huh. you know, I've lived long enough. I said, my kid, my my grandkids need oh, their mother. Their mother oh, need to yeah. see them go through graduating high school, falling in love, oh, yeah. getting married. <laughs> I'm like, come on. I said, you're God. I said, mm-hmm. you can raise them up right now. It doesn't matter how long it's been. And you can take me. I said, I will let you take. I mean, I bargained mm-hmm. with him because I really wanted him to take me and raise them up. I say, imagine, and I'm telling God, imagine how many people will come to know you when they see you in this day and time, oh, wow. raise uh, somebody were, from the dead. Yeah, come you were really now. bargaining. Yeah, you were really I bargaining. Was bargaining. <laughs> yeah. I was really bargaining. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come yeah, on. You're so right, so though, Matt. I mean, yeah, you were so right, though. I mean, to, to, to see that happen for real, you're like, you know, yeah. we know it's happened before we had to, but to witness it. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you know how many people you will win for the kingdom? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But <laughs> so, well, we're glad you're still here. So. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, he was like, yeah. mm-hmm. he was like no. <laughs> I got work for you to do, so no. That's right. That's right. He knows best. Yeah. 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 Well, we're going to end this with both of you. I'd like for both of you to just to um, share, um, give some advice. Lisa, we're going to start with you. What advice would you give that mother who might be listening, who just cannot seem to get a grip on her emotions? You know, someone who might feel stuck and have a difficult time of accepting what has happened and are just an emotional wreck. Well, I mean, I can say that it's extremely hard because um, mm-hmm. it's you do feel stuck. I mean, mm-hmm. I've experienced yeah. that and felt that a lot. Um, just when I think I've got a grip, you know, myself, then mm-hmm. you know, then I don't. Right. <laughs> but um, I will say that um, honestly, prayer is the yes. main thing that has to happen that conversation where honestly you can just get real with god and say Mm -hmm. look this this pain and this emptiness i feel is just so overwhelming and god i need that strength um i need 
the love, you know, to kind of keep me, you know, keep my head um, up. And um, it's one of those where, honestly, trust me, there is time and time again that God proved strength um, beyond belief um, that he whispers in your ear sometimes to say, you've got this. You know, you have a purpose and you mm -hmm. have um, a reasoning to keep moving forward and be positive as much as possible because you know sometimes you are and sometimes you're not right and um but we have to you know really honestly lean on god um it's something that i know a lot of people have said but it's so when you're in it it's so mm -hmm. very true mm -hmm. um you hold tight to those memories that you created over the years that keep um that keep you laughing or, or keep you crying. Um, you know, there could be good memories or, or bad memories, but um, those memories is what you hold tight. And you are also at peace knowing that God really truly um, has best interest for you, but also best interest for the child. And yes. they are in his hands. And um, it does give you peace to where, you know, you feel like, you know, for eternity, they are literally there in God's love, in constant love and constant peace, and um, there's no struggling. Um, right. And that, you know, gives you comfort, but just the fact of prayer, um, pouring your heart out to God and listening. Sometimes it's just a whisper, but then sometimes it's, you know, dreams that I, you know, experience where mm -hmm. I speak to and we're having a conversation, and I feel at, you know, comforted um mm -hmm. when right when i wake up in the morning i'm like okay um, i'm feeling a little bit better today than the next day um so yes. it's, it's just a lot of prayer <laughs> yes <laughs> drew what advice do you have for that man who feel like he can't express his feelings because he thinks he has to be the emotionally strong one for his family um that that could uh, be a, a long conversation. <laughs> um, um, I, I know that you and Tim had that discussion um, on that, and he, he uh, touched on the fact that during the time that we were growing up, you know, boys were taught not to cry. You know, you don't That's cry. Right. You, don't, you don't show emotion. You don't be a, a man one day, so you don't cry. You don't show emotion and everything. Mm -hmm. And I and I and I say to um, men nowadays, you know, throw that notion out the window. That 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 nothing. Um, you, your kids can learn a lot from you when they see you are able to feel your emotions like that. Mm -hmm. It actually makes you a stronger person when you can um, you can show your emotions. You know, um, I tell my son all the time, I love you. I hug him. Mm -hmm. And like, like Tim was saying the other night, we didn't get that growing up. We, didn't, right. you know, we know our dad loved us, but he didn't right. tell us that. Or, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, um, you know, God didn't put us here just to simply be providers and, and disciplinarians. You know, he put us here to um, to also nurture our children. Mm -hmm. And, uh, um, of course, you know, the mother plays both part of nurturing, but that, that, that's part of our responsibility as well. Yeah. And, um, and your, your, your family, not just your children, even your wife and everybody needs to know that you are not some cold, unapproachable, uh, you know, just in person that, you know, I, I can't come right. and talk to you. I can't, you know, express myself to you about this and that and everything. Um, and I tell people, talk to your children. Let your children mm -hmm. know that they can talk to you. 
Because right. if they don't talk to you, they're going to talk to somebody else. And the other person may give them the wrong advice. That's right. You know? And you don't want that. So, um, so you know, you have to be available. To That's your children, right. Available emotionally, available in every kind, in any kind of way uh, to your children. It doesn't make you weak because, uh, you know, um, and, I, and it's, I know it sounds kind of cliche, but, uh, you know, I think the, the, <laughs> the family that cries together can rise <laughs> together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we, we we can all cry together. We can all show our emotions together. We and we still can be strong. Together, that's right. You know, <laughs> that's right. That's what it's about. It's about a unit. You know, it's, it's about all us together. We this together. You know, that's right. Not, you know, I'm supposed to do this. We're supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, we we all we all in this together. You know, you have my that's back right. and I got your back. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And your children didn't know that you you have their back that you're there for them. That's that, right. That's, that's so important. And 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 but most importantly is prayer. Teach your yes. children to prayer. Let me to pray because um some people find it embarrassing to pray. Some people don't mm-hmm. want to see them praying. You know right. And um and and and, and it shouldn't be that way. We should no. We should be you know happy to be praying. You know somebody see us praying. Oh you know. I want, I, want, I want to be like them, you know. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you that's an right. example, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. and, 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 I, and I, as I got older, I've learned to pray about everything. Mm-hmm. Everything I do, I pray about. You know, I, I thank God for delivering me to work safely in the morning. And you know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you no, know, I, I just you know, try to pray about everything. You know, if it's all good, it's all God. So mm-hmm, that's right. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, I made it to work. That's a good thing. <laughs> I got a job to go to, you know. <laughs> that's right. So, um, so that's my advice to fathers. It, it's just, awesome. you, know, you know, be be there for your children, be there for your family. Yes. Awesome. You're available. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. That's right. <laughs> well, I want to thank you guys for, you know, just having the courage and the strength, like I said earlier, to come on and and share with our listeners from your hearts. You know, and I, I know it was not um, an easy task, mm-hmm. but you guys did it. Yeah, we got, we got through it. Yeah. You got through it. Yeah. You got we through it. We didn't over talk each other. We, we, didn't, we did better than the presidential debate. Yeah, the oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even going to go there. <laughs> we cut each other off and everything. <laughs> but I'm going to say a prayer, and we're going to end this. Um, conversation for tonight. Okay. Father, I thank you for Drew and Lisa for the strength to share their story with those who may need to be inspired and encouraged during these difficult times. I ask that you continue to strengthen them and keep them comforted by your love and care for them. Father, I pray that whoever listens to this episode will know that they are not alone and that you see their hurt you hear their hearts cry, and you are waiting with open arms to comfort them and give them peace. And all they have to do, Father, is invite you into their pain. May they know that you love them and you understand what they are going through. May they know, Father, that you are collecting each tear and you will reward them as you exchange their mourning for dancing and their sorrow for joy, and that you will heal their broken hearts. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. Until next week, my brothers and sisters, remember to always have hope for a better tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you.